this is what up though slow motion billy ocean was goody man we back in the building on deck tv podcast i am spike lou man holla at your boy animal brown follow me on all social media man animal underscore brown yep i am spike lou where you looking for me um if you find me interact because we everywhere rap chat facebook do that interact that. with us let us know about the topics that were hot to you we'll bring them up on the show absolutely uh other than the uh, on deck tv podcast where we discuss the latest in hip-hop we do have full sport press yep jay hove coach lock how Weezy on the boards absolutely latest man. episodes was the college awards yeah man every monday man get your sports fix of course uh they they doing it big they on soundcloud too man they, they, oh, they, they, they one up this mm. so they on itunes and all that good shit soundcloud as well do that uh i'm still trying to get into this college football and i still have the, the, se- the season's over you can forget the it the season's over yeah, i mean you might i mean you ain't picked a team by now you bandwagon at this point the fuck yeah who got the best record that's my squad you might just ride you might just be an alabama <laughs> fan you look like an alabama fan roll tide i don't know nothing about none of that yeah roll tide just say roll tide yeah i'm good Oh <laughs> uh, man! Also, other shows on the network, man. Shout out the ladies' room, uh, Anne Marie Rizzo. I seen Rizzo at that Knicks game. Oh. Must be nice. Not to go to a Knicks. Well, I mean, Matt, MSG. You gotta do MSG. Though. Is yeah, of course. No, no shade. I'm, <laughs> I'm shade towards the Knicks, not Rizzo. Much love to them. For sure. Uh, with her courtside seats for Madison Square Garden. Must be nice. Nice. Uh, right there next to Whoopi Goldberg mm. and, and Billy Crystal. <laughs> Oh, that's the Ladies Room Podcast, though. Check out that, man, every time it drops. It's whenever they want to. I know they got one on the way, man. I just I don't oh, think it's out it's yet. Cooking. But you uh, subscribe to that and get them when it's ready to come. Uh, also, man, finally, check out the homie, me and J-Hove, uh, Fresh for Dummies Podcast, man. Self-help, man, making people out here get fresh. Yep, yep, yep. Give what was the last topic? Game. Uh, last topic, man, we took a fresh rewind, man. Went from 2011 to 2016 on mm. the styles and shit, man. So, Dope episode, man. Y'all check that out for sure. Nice. Uh, man, we getting into the what ifs. What ifs? On this episode, man. What if this person signed with this person? A lot of rumors, a lot of almost. Almost happened. It could have changed some careers. We'll dig yep. into it as we do here at the On Deck TV podcast, man. But first and foremost, what you have up this past weekend? Uh, man, I chilled out. I watched a shitload of TV, man. I'm getting lazy out here in these streets. It's a lot of good TV this out right now. Getting lazy. Yeah, man, getting lazy. I'm not there yet. I've known you for 20 years, bro. You, <laughs> you've been lazy. You ain't got no news sounds over there, producer. We ain't got no news sounds. Breaking news. <laughs> First, breaking news is you finally put me on a decent show. Mm. Um, Speak on it. What's the name of the shit? The NBC? Is it All of Us? I talked about it last week. Fuck. All of Us, I think. No. This is us. This is us. This is us. I ain't gonna lie, that's killing. Fire. That's dope. Check that out. That's your first one and only good show suggestion. No, I got you on Lost. I got you on Breaking Bad. Now you just making shit. I I, I did this. I tried to get you on the wire. Oh God! Everybody got your best suggestion was what? Nigga, everything in between. Fargo. That's that shit. I still ain't watched that. <laughs> I still ain't watched Fargo. I tried Luke Cage though. I tried the Luke Cage. Luke Cage, okay, it's okay. I got thirty minutes into the first one and I was out of there. Somebody did uh, the Luke Cage and they did the uh, Family Matters theme song. That was fucking hilarious. I cried, cried real tears. Yeah, that was um, hilarious. I, I watched X Men, some nerd shit. What's that nerd? What's the last one? Generations? Apocalypse. That shit was three hours fucking long. Apocalypse? Yeah, whatever. It's X-Men, nigga. You got to dig deep in that, that shit. trash. I fell asleep. Well, I mean, it wasn't trash. It was just too long. Don't do that. I had to get out of there. Um, other than that, Cowboys 3 and 1, we done it. 
You want to make a bet? You want to make a wager? I don't bet on my team. I don't bet on my team because they're going to lose to them boys (laughs) this Sunday. Let's go Dak. (laughs) Yes. Let's go Zeke. Let's do it. I'm not trusting no niggas named Zeke or Dak. (laughs) You better hope Dez. Dez, Zeke, Dak. (laughs) Names Imagine riding up with Dez, Zeke, and Dak. We taking everything. Let's go Dez, Zeke, and Dak. Oh, shit. DZD. You know me. No. DZD, man. Nah, fuck no. That's the new thing in Dallas, DZD. Can we get to this rap shit? Let's do it, man. What stuck out to you this week? Uh, man, I want to talk about Claire Kemp. What? <laughs> Claire Kemp is a 17-year-old Clearwater, Florida resident who came to Character Day at school dressed up as her favorite rapper, Kodak Black. Mm. Now, she's a Caucasian woman. I, say, I don't think it's going to go well for Claire. <laughs> oh, man, she came fully equipped with Kodak signature knots in her hair, styrofoam cup, and gold grill. The internet, of course, <laughs> had a field day. Uh, some calling her racist and accusing her of cultural appropriation. Was the heat that Claire caught fair or foul? Um, hold on. I'm, as I'm trying to pull up the image of young Claire Kemp, Kemp is it CL? Uh, Claire, yes. All right. So look, I don't necessarily think if she didn't have any malicious intent that it was it's foul, right? I, if if that's if Kodak Black is really her favorite rapper and I roll up on her and she can do Kodak Black lines and and, and she talking about uh vibing in this bitch she vibing in this bitch or, or skirt, no skirt. flocking and shit like it she no flocking out here then I get it yeah you can't blackface it though that's why I was looking for the picture she can't go blackface yeah. She didn't do that. Oh, she didn't record. go blackface? Nah. Oh, she good then. Like, if she just did the hair and had the gold teeth. And the and styrofoam she, cup and the tattoos and all. That's fine. Like, long as she don't go blackface, I'm cool with it. Because she, I mean, can't we go as white people for Halloween? I don't know. Why would you, though? <laughs> why would you? Why would, <laughs> why would, like, wouldn't you want to be Trump this year? Wouldn't that be funny? No. If you throw the look, you throw the ugly ass the blonde toupee? wig on, right? You put the suit on and white face myself. No, no, no. You like just like she did in blackface. You ain't got a oh, white okay, face. I got you. All you got to do is talk with your hands and say, you know, I'm awesome. First and of all, whatever you know, that, that was Bill Clinton right there. Whatever it was, but whatever it was. <laughs> but if you did that and didn't put on white face, you know, I, I get it. I was trying to be funny. Look, whenever whenever someone white does something past just listening to rap, it can get it. Sometimes it can get a little tricky mm-hmm. when they do something just past that. Um, but other than Kodak Black being her favorite rapper, she really ain't do nothing wrong. <laughs> that's the worst part of this entire story. She got to be from Florida, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Of course. I mean, and that's I get it. Everybody under twenty in Florida, Kodak rap is the Kodak Black yeah, is their favorite. Yeah, we vibing rapper. in because they vibing in this bitch. No, that's what Florida not. does. They vibing in this bitch. Nah. Shout out our Florida listeners, man. Absolutely. We'll Shout be out in South Florida. Florida later this week. But you gotta you, somebody slide her a J Cole tape, please. She's not gonna listen. Somebody, yeah, listen, somebody slide her a Kendrick listen, tape, please. If she's seventeen years old. And Kodak Black is her favorite rapper right now. <laughs> there's nothing J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar can do for her. Like she needs heavy doses of Tupac. Like she just got to go back to pop and no, start from there. Exactly. So if she can't start from pop and go from there, like it's over. Like she might well just ride that Kodak Black way. Get a I little got, Gucci man in her life. Hopefully she'll listen to Jeezy one day. It, it sounds fucked up, but like you said, at least she wasn't in blackface. That would have made then, it some yeah, that turned into a, It's a whole nother situation now. 
if she turned into blackface and trying to be funny with her little friends on the internet, now you got another situation. But if, if she really just paying homage to uh, Kodak Black, and I, I ain't mad at her for that. And I ain't calling her racist and like yeah, that's a seventeen year old child, man. Or or if she dressed like this every day, then then you could have the cultural appropriation. Well, now I have an issue if she dresses like Kodak Black every day. No, that's a seventeen year old white female. Yeah, that's I have what a problem that, with that. I ain't gonna. <laughs> now you tripping. Now you getting into like clown mode. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that. But All now, right. listen to somebody slide Claire so another mixtape of anybody else, mm. like anybody else, dude. <laughs> please get her an adult to listen to, cause goddamn it, that last Kodak is trash. She's seventeen. Oh, she Free Kodak right. and all that, but that shit garbage. You be shitting on Kodak for the last two weeks, dog. I'm not associated. That is not the views of the On Deck TV podcast. Only Animal me. Brown. And Only a lot of Animal, and, animal and Brown. millions of other no. people who listen to this Just shit. Just you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, man. YG, man. YG is in hot water right now mm. um, over a song off his debut album called Meet the Flockers, which is basically a how-to for breaking and entering. Okay. Um, in the song, he specifies targeting Asians because they don't have bank accounts. <laughs> uh, well, the new Civil Rights I didn't know Alliance, that. yeah, went as far I as thought comparing those Mexicans, him. huh? I thought Mexicans didn't have bank accounts. I don't know they were illegal workers, and they did like. I ain't trying to be racist or nothing. I'm just saying like I, like they were illegal workers and did work in the field, got paid cash. But go ahead. Hell, if I know, uh, somebody, the new whoever the new Civil Rights Alliance is. Went as far as comparing him to Hitler. Um, and they plan to protest his show on October 12th in Maryland. Does the NCRA have a legit beef with YG? I'm, the NCRA, the New Civil Rights Alliance, no, they don't. Uh, if they need something to do, they can go find out about all these police shooting people and stuff like that. Like there's, there's a lot of issues that they can handle before they talk about YG's single song on breaking and entering. Like There's yeah. a lot more issues that could be handled, I promise you. <laughs> Promise they, you. They that. tried to tie this into, and for all our people that live in Atlanta, y'all saw this when the person, when the dudes ran up in the little Korean lady house and she shot back and it's on film. Yep, and she killed one of them, right? Yes, yes, she killed. It was three of them. She killed one of them. I think that was down here. Um, she killed one of them. So I, I even saw when people tried to tie that in and said they did that because of the song. Now that that, ladies and gentlemen, is a reach. That's a that's that's a fact. That it's a reach. It's super reach. Um, uh, but I, I'll say this though, because this is a tough one. I'm not gonna lie. It ain't tough. No, it is. It's not. It is. It's not because they can do a lot. But like, it, what we singling out? YG? Why? Come on, man. It's I mean, not tough. No, no. Because on one hand, uh-huh. from our perspective, I get what he's doing as an artist. And I would compare that to more of like what a movie director was do, would do, mm-hmm. as opposed to fucking Adolf Hitler, who literally had motherfuckers killed. Like I'm, that's right. That's an extreme reach. But on the other hand, I'm in the culture and I have context. These people in the NCRA clearly are in the culture and clearly don't understand. What so they taking the lyrics more literally. National Civil Rights Alliance. Alliance. I can't blame the them NC- for that because they have no context. So we excusing them. For not knowing what they're talking about, yet still speaking on it. No, that's because not, that's not that's not accurate. Like we're not excusing YG for taking everything that he says literal. So I'm not going to excuse them and say, "Oh, he's like Hitler." That's unacceptable. Nah, he a young black man doing this thing out here making hits. Now you got a problem with one of his songs? Then say that, and then go address everything else that's wrong with 
what we got going on as far as a community and what we can make better. But no single out YG. I'm not accepting that at all. It's not no 50-50 thing. But like, they the just thing. trying to make, all they trying to do is make headlines. We don't know that they're singling out them, dude. They didn't just, I ain't heard them talk about nobody else. No, this is the I'm first saying, time I heard of them. This They didn't just form yesterday and say we finna talk about YG. So they I, may I, not I, have, but they said we gonna talk about YG is my problem. Like, let, but that's let's talk about something out, else. Though. Like, do I have to talk about YG for them to listen to me to talk about Black Lives Matter or whatever else that needs to be talked about police brutality or mass incarceration all of these other things that could be talked about but i have to talk about yg first instead so people will listen to me no it's nah, not fair that's i can't see i can't say that because that's a deflection because i hate when people do the reverse How is it when you talk about black lives matter they talk about black on black crime that's exactly what you just did in reverse i can't How? do that no, no, no! I'm not saying it. I know. <laughs> talk I'm about not that. Saying, I'm not necessarily that. saying that they have to talk about Black Lives Matter. What my point was: How do they come to the conclusion that it's a crisis that YG is saying this, and they're comparing him to Hitler? If we're going to say go- he's targeting a, a group of people, and okay, racist. right? That's and what, we feel saying. like, from what we see on the news and stuff like that, that the police are targeting a group of people. So before you make the reach to YG. Why not go to something that is directly affecting the cause that you're named after, which is civil rights? Why do you have to reach the YG was my point in saying that. Not saying, oh, let's talk because about they, this. I'm going to tell so you why. Is, I'm a, is I'm a, it because he's not famous? No. Nah, I mean, be, because he's famous? My it's man. because there's enough attention on. I, I'm pretty sure people are Black Lives Mattered out at this point. Right. There's a lot of attention on it, which is great. Right. So one more NRA, NRC, whatever the <laughs> fuck they're called, jumping in on it. Okay, that's the 39th person to jump in. No one was talking about this YG song. Mm-hmm. So that I feel like that light needs to be shed on it. Like, I don't understand that. It's not that hard of a concept. No, no, but it, I mean, I'm saying it's not that I'm hard not of a concept. I'm not even saying I agree with them. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not I that. get what they're doing. I'm saying that that's wrong, though. Like, if there is a cause, like you said, that plenty of people are going in on, it's not because it's a cause that doesn't need to be added to they're trying to jump on a singular cause because they think, oh, we're the only ones in this lane. We can go 150 miles per hour at YG and get people to jump on this bandwagon. And I'm just saying that that's not fair. I just think he needs to have a conversation with him and put it in context. I wouldn't. There's no reason that YG needs to talk to these people because he's a bigger star. I don't have to talk to them about something that they singling me out for. That's only adding on to their bullshit cause. And there's a lot more stuff that they could be doing. If I was YG, there's no way that I'm getting them in my schedule. I'll talk to him. No now what? I, now okay. Now and I, this is all they gotta say, y'all. Like, see if you if you listen to the music and you you're so offended by this type <laughs> of stuff, you would have been offended way my long nigga, before. My nigga, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you said, right here. <laughs> and they go to like what you just said. This is not a brand new organization. I've been doing rap for the last four five years. I came out with my nigga, my nigga. If you offended by this, you should have been more offended by that. Right. Or there's it. a number of things you could find yourself being offended yeah. at. It's just that they Especially targeted Especially with me, if I'm YG. They targeted at blacks as opposed to he's singling out Koreans when he says this line. Hmm. Which, again, if this was if that exact line was said in the Tarantino movie, they wouldn't say nothing. Man, if that exact- that's, what, that's what's a little disheartening. It's like, come on, y'all. Like, let's not act like y'all don't. Y'all taking this shit mad literal, and it's not, that's not the case. Like, stop that shit. Right. But then again, it is YG, though. What that mean? I mean, he said it literally. He didn't. He didn't spice it up. He didn't sauce it up. He said it literally like that. He didn't put no type of spin on it or nothing. 
So I, I can, like, I, again, when you're not in touch with the culture, I can understand you hearing that and it blowing your mind. Like, I get that. But I can't knock my mom it, if she heard that shit and then it was like, why did he say that? But then again, though, is it not your responsibility to have someone around you who's in touch with the culture that nah. represents the people that you're talking for so much? No. Nah. How? I don't know what else they How can about, I be though? ignorant to what's going on? That's like taking it back to 1994 and you doing Dolores Tucker talking about Pac and, and we rolling, we steamrolling rap CDs because we think Pac is the fucking Antichrist. <laughs> we know now, 20 years later, that that's not true. No, they don't. So why would we- they think YG's on, that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But we all know now, 20 years later, that that's not true. So why wouldn't they take it into consideration? Nah, is what I'm saying. That's too much. It's too for easy. them, not this for us. This ain't no different from Ross when he said the Molly line or or Wayne. Wag, no, it's the same. That was just bad. That was a bad line. It's the same shit. Yeah, because Molly, same thing Molly, for Wayne. Molly with the actually doesn't do that to you though. So like, it was just a bad line. I mean that too. The Wayne Emmett Till was comparable, but not this. Not the Molly with Ross. We gonna. I'm keep my foot. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. See. Oh. Um. Man. Next up, man. French Montana. Your boy. Who? Uh. He has pulled the plug on his sophomore album MC4. I would too. Uh. The rapper cited issues with sample clearances as the main mm. reason for the cancellation. Simple question. Big deal. Little deal or no deal. No deal at all. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> No one was waiting on it. No, it was anticipated. Shout out my boy Big Jeff. He, he probably was, was the on only one, him and Puff. <laughs> Maybe Khloe Kardashian. Who else listened to French Montana? French. Max B. What's the, Max was waiting on it. Max was waiting on it for uh, sure. What's the name of the clique? That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Like four or five people was waiting on this album. So I can't blame him for shelving it, dude. Like if I'm French Montana, like I promise you I done milked it. It's cool. I got over. I'm gonna gracefully bow out. Unless a nigga calling me for a hook and giving me a hundred thousand or something, like I'm done. I ain't gotta drop another CD. I ain't gotta do nothing. He done made enough money. Like man, you didn't you didn't got over enough, French. And that's it. And that's, that's it. That's why this was a big deal. No, because I guarantee I expected you this. Like I, you, he ought to retire. I guarantee you that the album was trash. <laughs> so now he can go back to the drawing no, board. No, don't. Stop, talk, stop talking about the same shit. Stop mm, impersonating mm, Max mm, B mm, and mm. make some quality shit, dude. But, but, but see, you're talking about another artist. You're not talking about French Montana. You're not talking <laughs> about someone who's going to go to the drawing board, come up with dope shit. French Montana can have do that. When? When has he done that? He, when he, has anything that he's ever done not been an imitation of Max B? <laughs> when has that ever happened? His beats too cold for this nigga to be this. No, small. they're not. His nah, beats nah, are beast cold. Be fire. That's no, what I'm saying. Don't do that. Exactly. His beats are cold enough to keep him afloat while he imitates Max B. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I ain't like no disrespect to French. I pre like I definitely respect how he done made his money because he used to be the he's a hustler. Guy. Yeah, he a hustler. He used to be the DVD. I definitely man. respect him for that. But as a rapper, like I shelf everything for the rest of my life. All I'm doing is shows. We can get back in the movies if we need to. I act. No, but man, French no. ain't got French is never going to booth again. I, I, he he be doing everybody a favor. I promise. Now look, I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened. This what happened. He he, he realized he couldn't rap. Nah, he played the shit for Puff. He realized he couldn't rap. Look, he, he played the shit for Puff. Did he Puff said, go album. off on him? Puff cussed him out for sure. Puff went off on him. He might have backhanded. One to ten. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! French the monkey would have went on in on Puff. Might have backhanded. If French. Puff smacked French, the monkey <laughs> scratched the shit out of Puff. Oh, the that little monkey the French guy Yeah that little monkey It went in on Puff The monkey don't want no part Puff still mad Nah Puff mad right nah. there To this day He got a scratch under his eye Just like outbreak 
<laughs> just like the little outbreak monkey, like the little outbreak monkey that French Montana have on his shoulder, it went in on Puff if he smacked him. Nah, Puff smacked the shit out of French. The outbreak monkey went in on Puff. Told him to delete all them files that got anything to do with MC4, which stands for Mac and Cheese 4, for those who don't follow. If you got to name your shit Mac and Cheese 4, dog, you got to scratch it right then. <laughs> promise you. I promise you. Oh, he, did, he also mentioned he's starting a label with Max B. <laughs> So I don't. Will I don't, Max B get out of jail? No, nah, I mean he dead. Oh, dead. right now he doing it. <laughs> right now we starting to label with Max B, who's locked up for life. Okay, <laughs> all right. Allegedly. Let's go, French. Let's do it. I'm uh, all there for French. Let's go. <laughs> you the only one. Let's go, French. Me and Big Jail. You have an open invitation to play that album for us. Let us know I how ne- it has sound. Please let me know beforehand. I won't come. <laughs> I I'll miss that. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, A3C popped off in the A over the weekend. Yes, man. Shout out to them. Absolutely, Big man. Lots of shows, out, lots of conferences. Big yeah, dog shows, man. heavy hitters, mm. and a rap battle went down. A battle happened. Yes. Who was it? Between Pastor Troy and Bone Crusher. You said a battle happened though. Yes. Okay. Who ha- who battled though? Pastor Troy and Bone Crusher. So they were MCing. Did anybody battle? <laughs> I want to know, like, what was the battle? Like, who, oh, who was the battle rappers here? Are these two new guys coming up that took their names? No, it's not. These are the OG Bobby Johnson. These are the Pastor real. Troy, this crushers. is this was the real Pastor Troy. Yes. and the real Bone Crusher. I'm outside of the club, and he think I'm a that bone, dude, bone Crusher. The dude that we seen trying to get in the hip hop awards not too long ago. Yes. Well, not even not too long ago. It's about three, four years ago, right? Actually, hey, about that was six him. years ago. Nigga, now it's obvious that this is the worst battle in rap battle history. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay, but. You Which know, Keith, two, you know Keith Murray and uh, this somebody worse than else. That. This this worse than that already. Really? Yeah, For, it was Fred Rostar and Keith Murray. This is worse than that. I think somebody jumped out a window. Then that make it way more entertaining <laughs> than this shit. If somebody jumped out of a window, which two relevant rappers could do a battle and it actually be worth watching? Right now today. Yes, if oh, it's even possible. I can hear like Kendrick. No. What? No, can't do nobody like. Nobody would take that challenge. Kendrick and Andre 3000. No. Fab. Fab. Fab and. Freddie versus Jason. I called it. It's too close. Set it up right now. It's too close. Get the fucking. uh, Get the goddamn live stream cracking. The battle. Freddie versus Jason. That's killing. Halloween night. Scrap the mixtape. Y'all not going to put it out anyway. Just do the the battle, dude. One night only. You got to go cross country. Like, you got to get out of New York. Like, Fab got to be representing all of New York. You can't put New York against each other like that. You going to get somebody from the. Who the fuck from the West Coast is battling other than Kendrick? It's fucking uh, what's my guy name that be battling the little yellow school bus dude? I can't think of his name. Uh, Shout out California, though. I can't let's, think. Let's, Mr. Let, Fab. He be battling. Yeah, let's relax off him though. Absol. Ooh, against Fab. Absol be battling already. Schoolboy Q can rap against Fab. Fuck out of here, Fab. Will fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. The level of disrespect. Schoolboy Q. He Shout can't out. rap. Nah, he can rap. He can't rap against Fab. You're right. I Fab will body the shit. What about shit your What about him. your boy Game? Fab and Game. I can see that though. Fab and Game. That'll be hard. I can see Fab and Game. Now that'll be hard. Fab yeah, will body him that. too. Fab, but it'll be hard. I ain't gonna say he body him. Game will keep it close. Game but will Fab name will, drop Fab a thousand times. In but his Fab own will murder him in the end. I can see that. 
Yeah. I'd much rather see Kendrick and somebody else, though. But Kendrick gonna murder whoever. Not, that's not necessarily true. That's, pr- that's a fact. Just because you can rap don't mean it's a battle, dude. Nah. It's a difference. Ah, okay, you're right, because I don't know shit about battle rapping. <laughs> so you may be right, but I'm telling you that Kendrick will out-rap anybody that you put in front of. But no, no lotto. I'd rather see literally two, any other two rappers in Bone Crusher and Pastor Troy. Like, I don't know even know whose idea that was. And I fuck with Pastor, Pastor Troy, Troy and rap, everything. Though. I don't know what Bone Crusher was doing there, how much they paid him, but Pastor Troy can rap. <laughs> I, I'm Pastor not sure Troy, my nigga, and everything. Shout oh. out PT. You got on by dissing a nigga you had never met. It worked. You've been eating off of it since. He walks around with a championship belt. You got the big dog dope WWE championship belt. All that is fly. You got to respect the nigga for walking around with a championship. No, nah, I'm fucking with PT Cruiser, dude. But you're not. I'm not going to no battle rap between him, him and PT anybody. Cruiser, That's what he called himself. It's impossible. <laughs> he ain't named himself after the worst car in the history of American made cars. That's I'd rather impossible. see Kevin Hart battle himself. I'd rather watch that. <laughs> Chocolate drop versus <laughs> chocolate, chocolate drop versus drop. Kevin Hart. Chocolate dropper versus Kevin Hart. I, I but chocolate not. dropper versus Tigger is a Tiger is a perfect battle. Tiger. I, I, that's the that's that's the, what I would rather see least in this. He'll wash Tiger. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. We now, all know this. It's that's a too, fact. Because remember, Joe Budden tried this not too long ago. He tried to get in and the got ring. washed. He got yeah. all emotionally upset. He, he got Shout out to washed. Joey who's listened to the podcast before, but he got emotionally upset, right? Yeah, that blew Couldn't it. Couldn't finish it. It went yeah. three rounds. It was that, that jacked sad. it. If two mainstream rappers battled, would that bring back? Would more people do it? Would it bring back battling, which is already kind of back, but it's kind of fizzled no, out a little bit? No. It wouldn't? Mm-mm. If two big name A listers battled. Because I don't see where they could do it and what the loser would benefit. Like, it, it ain't, it ain't a stage that. big enough. Money? It both got paid, just like a boxing match, dude. What's mm. the loser benefit from that? A check. But you got you got reputation to deal with when you're a rapper, though. Not like this I, is a fact. Like, if, if I'm a boxer, I can go knock a nigga out next week and, <laughs> and, and, and quiet all the critics. But if I'm a rapper, I got to drop an album. Like if you I if I fire ass out, right? If I go, but no, that's what I'm saying. If I go lose a battle, then it's it's it's, it's got to be a lot of shit lined up for me after that. Where I'm, that didn't affect me. Like I got to have a fire ass album, single oh, okay. features ready. Like because you got to bounce back after that nigga embarrass you and what you speaking of. Like all rap is about is your bragging skills. So if a nigga embarrass you on your bragging skills, it's over. Nigga on your face. Yeah, your shit. brand is ruined. That's true. That's why niggas won't do that shit. <laughs> it's too much on the line. Yeah, exactly. Like imagine Drake battling a nigga. Yeah, they'd be and a nigga crush Drake. He could be whack if like, he crushed Drake. It's always like if I'm Drake, there's nobody on earth that I would battle because there's nobody that could put up what I could put up. You can't move. put up Hotline Bling, my nigga. Yeah. You can't do controller. You can't do a billion Spotify plays. Yeah, you can't do this. It, it, you're literally in a lose lose. Mm-hmm. All right, man. For the music break. Uh, Tupac man has been gone for nearly twenty years. Talk about Pac every week still. I know, but that doesn't stop people, man, from comparing him to any and everybody. This happened twice last week. Uh, Jeezy said Trump. If Trump was a rapper, he'd be Tupac. And Wyclef said Young Thug reminds him of Tupac. Which one of these horrible comparisons is worse? Wyclef should never be allowed to touch a microphone again comparing people. like Wyclef should be brought up on charge. Yeah, like this should be a federal charge, like rap, rap, federal endangerment, (laughs) whatever it is, like criminal, (laughs) like... Assassination of character, it's whatever, whatever like we can take to make him charge for this, where he got to at least pay a fine, like you said, <laughs> to contribute to hip hop with the money that was paid. Oh. It's crazy. Uh, Pac, Young Thug, how, what song? 
<laughs> Where? He said he said he reminded him of a modern Tupac, like artistically. That's impossible. Like I just don't even see. He him. might I, need to do a weekend in jail. Like Wyclef need to be it need, at least he need to have two a days just to come back down to reality. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he just, got to because you're too removed at that point. <laughs> he yeah, he said Wyclef, to. if you know, was on uh, Jeffrey. He was on Young Thug's album Jeffrey. Yeah, I remember. think he co-produced like two. He got songs. a song on there called Wyclef. Exactly. So, I'm, so because Young biased, Thug clearly when he met when he, when they met up, Young Thug lied to Wyclef and told him he was an inspiration. That was a lie. How? Just putting that out there. Well, um, where where did Young Thug hear Wyclef? Call me what song? Call nine one one. Someone please call nine one one. Now, can that I hear? Listen to that. Uh, that might Young Thug. How does Young Thug? He, what he did on BT? Uh, what is it? Uncut. Nah, what, what, what was the slow jams? BT. He probably watched that on Cedar's World. <clears throat> mm, not Young Thug. <laughs> he ain't even at all. He don't even know who Cedar is. Cedar. He don't even know who that is. Like it's a lot of people who listen to this don't even know who Cedar was. A little cartoon. I'm, I'm thinking, what was the little shit? Was BT played the slow jams late at night though? Midnight Love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he might have heard what Someone please dial 911 And then be like hold on let me go in the booth mm, Nah he wasn't going to no booth He was just <laughs> listening to that shit Cause you know he said he used to wear uh, oh, Girl shit. shoes to school Girl shoes you mean like J's No like nigga Girl flavors J's Young thug used to wear girl's shoes To like, school What kind, What are you talking about Like with sparkles and shit like that I promise you dog. Shit up, dog He said he used to wear girl's shoes to school That wasn't and, me thugger Listen, man, I'm just telling you what he said. Look at the he lights? Used to, he used to, yep, tough with the, the glitter and shit on there. And his dad used to whoop, look, his dad used to whoop his ass for it. Nigga, that's Empire, dude. You just telling the Empire man, story. Dog, <laughs> I don't know if this nigga stole the story from Empire or what, but he said he used to wear girl shoes to school with glitter and shit like that on it. His daddy whooped his ass for what he didn't care and he's still warm. And still him? today, the Calvin Klein ads and the dresses on the album covers, he's still doing it. He said it. I heard it on Vlad. Listen, Vlad on. said this. Let's not let Jeezy off the hook for saying Trump is his pockets. That's it's, accurate, though. In politi- what? In the politics world, Trump is pock right now. How? He's shaking it. Like no, this. he's not. Everything, he looks like an ass. Listen, man. Everything Pac did from the time that he shot them cops... To okay. raping the gal, to spitting on the thing, to beating the trial, to getting shot again. Like, Pac was None like, any, anything Pac did made headline news. Pac made rap and, and, and hip-hop culture what it is today to be covered. They made MTV news because of Pac. Like, you had, like, him spitting on people, shooting the cops and all of this shit. That was Pac. They made MTV news because of that. So, like... Trump every day, every fucking day, something ridiculous come out where he grabbing bitches by the pussy, <laughs> locker room talking and whatever it may be. You got to cover Trump every day. And Pac was just like it in his prime. I get what Jeezy was saying. It may have been a slightly out of context, but I get it. I get what Jeezy was going with it. You bought he was trying to Jeezy. Nah, he was trying to be a little bit too. You know, eh. he, he did the Luther Curl on that. Nah, exactly. That was Luther Curl Award. You got too comfortable in the little podcast environment. You had been bonding with tax. You had got comfortable. Nah, go and you said some dumb shit, though. It ain't just dumb. It ain't dumb as Young Thug reminds me of Pac. Nah, that was just, Let's not do this. That was just blatant disrespect. Right, so I, I, get, I, mean, I at least get what Jeezy's saying. I get the whole, he rules the media in the aspect of what he does. If you're talking about a politician right now, you're talking about Trump. If you're talking about a rapper when Pac was popping, you're talking about Pac. That's whack. That's a reach. Mm, it's better than that Wyclef <laughs> shit. Speaking of Jeezy, man, let's get this song break. He got a new project on the way, man. That Trapper Die 3 is around the corner.
He dropped a new single featuring the late Bankroll Fresh. Mm. It is called All There, man. Let's check Let's it go. out. There, man, that was Jeezy featuring Bankroll Fresh. How you feel about that song, bang? I'm waiting on the Trap of Die three. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be hard. Jeezy done took it back, took it back to the TM 101, I guess. Trap of Die, you yeah, know. man. He he said he took it back for a reason too, man. Yeah. Jeezy was on who podcast was that? Tax. Mm, yep. Very dope interview. Very. I do have a bone to pick with Jeezy before we get into this topic, though. Mm. He said he tried to give people Martin, but they didn't want to hear that. So now he's back to Trap or Die. Martin Luther King. Absolutely. He's referring to the politically correct EP that he dropped not too long ago, maybe last year. What is it called? Church for the Streets? That too. He's referring mm-hmm. to that too. All right. Bruh, like to me, and I don't think he meant this, but this is how it sounds. Mm-hmm. It sounds as if... You gave the positive message thinking that it was going to catch on. <laughs> it didn't. So now you're back to the dumb shit. Mm. And you're only doing that because that's what's keeping the registers ringing for you. And it's not that you actually give a shit. Again, not saying that he doesn't. That's just how it came off to me. It sounded a little fake. Mm. Like the only reason you did that was to get people talking. All nobody was talking about it. Okay, let me get back to this ignorant shit since y'all <laughs> talk about that. So, so you're saying that. You don't think the message was authentic when he switched to Martin? Right. Okay. I don't. At, at least when he says that, oh, y'all didn't want to hear that, so I'm back to this. So were you really for real about that message If you in the first place? Mm-hmm. That's, it came off as whack. All right. I wish you would elaborate it more. I would take it a step further, and I would say I don't necessarily think that it was because of record sales. I think that he reverted back to the TM-101 the ignorant shit, the shit that you said niggas want to hear. Uh, because when he was doing the Martin stuff, they flexed up on Jeezy. And when I say they, I mean the system. Jeezy had a murder charge during this time. Cali. When he dropped that out in Cali, he had a murder charge. And like he was saying on that podcast, him and people, not his homeboys, people that work for him, CTE, not people he was in the streets with, not people who Employees. he broke bread with, not people who could 
sit in jail and endure this. People who weren't used to like shit like that, sitting right. in jail on some murder charges, right? right? He had to sit there and look at people in the eye and be like, yeah, I mean, y'all are here because of me and what I got going on. I really felt like that he thought that there was too much of a burden. And that's just what I heard when he said they wanted Martin. They started fucking with me when I gave him Martin. So I'm going to go ahead and give them what they cool with and continue to make my means doing this rap shit. That's what I took from it. I don't necessarily think it was a money decision. I think it was a comfortable comfortability decision, if that's a word at all. But I think that he couldn't take or didn't want to take the heat that motherfuckers take for being leaders. Like, if you're going to act like Martin, I ain't saying it ain't. I'm just saying if you're going to act like Martin, if you're going to put this out there and you got the following that Jeezy got and you're not expecting that type of backlash, something wrong. Like, you ain't paying attention if you're Jeezy. And like what Jeezy said, I'm going to go back to doing this, build my bag up so the next time they come for me, I'll be ready. No, because you just, you, you feeding the beast. That's what they want you to do is thank you building your bag up by continuing to put the bullshit out. At what expense are you building Exactly, bag? Don't exactly. So, like, how many lives you got to, like, well, not even, I ain't going to say lives, but what you got to spare to build your bag up. Right. I, I thought and that's that, the I point that of it. Whack. So, like, if you get to the point where you spitting Martin shit, if you saying I'm Martin and doing this, then you got to think that far ahead, too. Like, we just two regular niggas that listen to rap. Right. So, if we thought about it, I know he did. Had that nigga done sold 10 million records. You give him a little too much? Yeah, he sold 10 million records. We'll say five. Six. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I just I, I wish he would have elaborated more on that. I would love I for Jeezy to sit down. I, I, so I Come holler at us. We're right here in Atlanta. We'd love to talk about that. Absolutely. Shout out to Snowman. Yeah. Uh, all right, so look. We saw a picture over the weekend, man. DJ Khaled took a picture with Jay, Ja Rule, and DMX. It's only DJ Khaled can. As absolutely. Winning Street continues. Now, back in the day, man, you may remember that they were supposed to be a group called Murder, Murder Inc. Inc. They were supposed to come out with a project. Obviously, it never happened. Ja Rule and them ran with the name, and the rest is history. <laughs> um, first of all, that group would have been the shit. Let's mm. be very clear about that. The project would have been fire. Exclude Ja Rule and we good. Nah, he got the hooks. It would have mm. been fire. Mm. And I think uh, DMX and Ja Rule are two totally different people, but at the same time, they're both talented. I think the project would have worked. I don't think. I that. think Ja would have been the glue. Ja Rule would have been the glue. Yeah, he'd have been the glue for the Get hooks. Get the fuck out of here, man. That should have been fire. You're a closet hell. Ja Rule fan. You're the biggest Ja Rule fan I know. I did buy all the albums. You're the biggest Ja Rule fan that I know. <laughs> on record. You on record to be like, I like Vinavetta Vici. Yep. Like, you like the Shanti joints. You're yep. a Ja Rule fan. I, I was. first addressed that. Um, but yeah, like. DJ Khaled, I don't necessarily know if I call this something special, but he was able to get the photo op. I don't know if Jay-Z looked really comfortable. <laughs> looked like he didn't want to be there. Right. To washed up niggas and me. That's what he looked like <laughs> on his face. Um, Murder, Inc. would have been cool. Uh, I, I wasn't a big Ja Rule fan ever. Never bought an album. Never listened to a whole album. Only was privileged to the single, so I'm, 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 with, I'm with the Ja Rule, the 50 crushed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? DMX to me, beast. Should have should have should have held it out. He would have been relevant longer. Stop smoking crack. You'd have been right. Um That'd have been crazy. I, that group would have been dope though. It would have been cool. But the, so that got us thinking. <clears throat> what okay. if? There's a lot of what ifs in hip hop. Hip hop what ifs. We're gonna keep it 
um, central to artists almost signing with different labels. Okay. Because we could do this. It's too wide to say what yeah. if on we every go, fucking thing. Yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole and be there all day. Exactly. So we're going to keep it to a couple of artists that almost signed with one label but ended up not for whatever reason. Uh, who the first one you got? First one with the finesse. Okay. Let's go with the most obvious one, the one that we probably talked about before. People talked about a lot. Uh, but today, I think it, it plays relevant because you can ask what would have happened if Wayne had a went on with Jay, did the Def, mm. not even Def Jam, but the Rockefeller thing. I feel like had he done that, he would have more good albums, one, because you would have a better musical ear next to him. Two, I feel like him and Baby would have still been cool. Like right now, After today. Leaving? Yeah. No, cause Baby look, never forgave him. No, Wayne's never gonna forgive Baby <laughs> for, for stealing fifty six million plus dollars right now. So I feel like them whole fifty six, the whole fifty six million dollar situation would have never happened. I feel like they could have got over Wayne leaving, and it could have been more so of a a mutual friendship as opposed to. You my son, you work for me, I can get over on you and get this little money, you shouldn't worry about it because I put you on, I made you what you are, because I feel like that's how baby look at Wayne, he always gonna look at him like, you're not the businessman that I am, like if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have this, and that just ain't healthy for a business relationship, like he's never gonna look at Wayne as the person who brought Drake around, who brought Nikki around, who was able to do all of these things. Like, Wayne transformed himself from what we've seen in the Hot Boys as a nine-year-old dirty nigga with dreads and big-ass jeans on right. to the biggest star in the fucking world for his rap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, all of that could have been played out differently, I feel like, and more effectively and had a better standing for him today where he ain't battling with his CEO over what he need to put out doing his last album in quarter five, I feel like had he signed with Def Jam business-wise, musically, all of this stuff, he would have just been in a better situation and you wouldn't have this watered-down trash Wayne that we have today. Now, you said it yourself, Wayne ended up being the biggest rapper on the face of the earth at one point in time. That's So that right there tells you you can't be bigger than the biggest rapper on earth. Okay. So how he made the right decision staying where he was at from that standpoint. How much baby have to do with it? I don't know. I do. Uh, it doesn't matter. Let me, let me tell you. It. And and then, so this was around 06. Mm-hmm. This was after Carter 2, before Carter 3. He stayed with Baby, drops the Carter 3, goes platinum in a week, drops his first number one single with the lollipop shit, mm-hmm. becomes a fucking bona fide worldwide star, dude. Fact. And he's been that ever since, despite what we may think of the trash ass music that he's been putting out. So you can't say it didn't work. It worked. Now, his pockets could be a little heavier, but he wouldn't have got that check with Jay-Z either because Jay-Z wasn't giving him that bag like he <laughs> to. So either way it goes, but, you wouldn't have him M's. Okay, but the relative term here is work, right? You're saying work in the sense of, yes, he did accomplish these things, but look where he is right now, He's right? He's still Wayne. He's Wayne, but would you rather be Wayne right now in court every fucking week with baby and jazz prince about drake or would you rather be wayne who probably would have had better tutelage under jay-z and i'm instead owning a team maybe the hornets i'm doing stuff uh, maybe a tv like the whole music movie deal like i'm doing stuff to better my brand as opposed to protesting niggas not doing rap like 
for all we know, Wayne don't rap no more. For all we know, Wayne still married a baby. For all we know, Wayne and baby got a great relationship. He just don't want to do the shit for Universal. We don't know. And I'm saying had he went the other route, we would know. He would be one of the most successful, biggest, richest rappers ever. <laughs> yeah, you do that. He is in there too quick, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And we would be cool with it, but instead we left to wonder, like, what if Wayne had left and was able to capitalize on everything that he set up when he was at Cash Money? I think that's a big what if because the bag wasn't as big when when he was going to go. That's why he stayed. That's a fact. So let's say that the bag. Let's say that after him not getting paid all his money from Baby right. and what he would have gotten from Def Jam is even. Mm-hmm. I'll call that a wash. Because mm. the check was pro- would probably end up being the same. Mm-mm. We can't say he's not getting paid at Mm-mm. all. Wayne been shaking shit Mm-mm. for years. So we can't say he ain't got paid. Now the, now, the thing is, does he have Drake and does he have Nicki if he signs a Def Jam? Now, that okay. is another dynamic. Now, now you're throwing, okay, before I address the Drake and Nicki thing, the other thing is, you're right, I do get this upfront money fucking with baby, but it's like, do I want to be rich or do I want my kids' kids to be rich fucking with Jay? That's what you're asking yourself. No, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can be rich fucking with baby or my kids. Kids can be rich fucking with Jay. And we've seen that work out. Now, with the Nicki and Drake thing, uh, I don't know. know. I don't know if you're signing them. I don't know if you are able to be that CEO type dude because I, I don't, we ain't seen Jay really develop no talent, right? Don't do that. Don't do that. What? What are you talking about? Rihanna, Rihanna Neo. Neo. Okay. Don't do that. That marketing plan was me. Don't do that. So okay, all right. So even give Jay that credit, <laughs> then. So let's say that he run that by Jay and Jay. Okay, yeah, run it. That's even more added to it. Like even without Drake and Nicki, I feel like what he would have had with Jay is a proper trade off because you got Wayne. I think at this point in time, instead of battling with Baby in court, what he's doing is shit similar to what Kanye doing with fashion, yep. similar to what people who up under Jay-Z are doing with movie scores. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gonna have all these other different things going Sports on. Agency. Yeah, Jay did that shit right. Jay got that shit set up where he making plenty of money off it, and I think Wayne did that shit improper. You got the bullshit Young Money Sports or whatever that he said he's trying to work on. He can't get his deal off the ground. He's still trying to do his fifth album for the fifth year. What's the clothing line? Hey, who knows? Truck fit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know what's going on with that. Like, all of that shit I feel like would have been different had he just left when it was cool. And him and Baby still be like, Baby would have been juicing some other nigga for them $50 million, not Wayne. Before I, before, it might have been Tiger. Before we move on to the next person, I'm picturing a, a new Rock Nation after Jay leaves Dame with Wayne, with Nicki, mm. with Drake, mm. with yeah. Ye, Rihanna. Beyonce. <laughs> I hate to. That's a, hey. That would have made Jay like, the That's the Warriors. Black Rockefeller for real, dude. He, that is the Ooh. Warriors. God. That would have been crazy. Dream team for real. Man, moving on, man. I'm going I'm to keep it come, somewhat in the area, man. Uh, Yo, boy, 2 Chains. Yeah. True. He, he, of course, he had this, the joint with um, Player Circle, man. Duffelback Boys, Wayne on the hook, man. They bonded. It found dude nothing. Yeah, killed the ball. That's when Wayne Hook game was A1. Oh, man. What? Uh, man, Wayne was on him heavy, tried to sign him to Young Money. He Two knew. Chains turned it down, he saying knew. he didn't want to click hop. Of course, uh, Two Chains, for the record, was on DTP. <laughs> click hop is funny. Yeah, it was. As only my nigga Change could put it. He was um he was on DTP, man. Ludacris' label, so he didn't want to go from him to Wayne label. Um, Two Chains is very successful now. 
Mm-hmm. No doubt, as a solo artist, facts. I True. think he clearly made the right move. True. I don't know if Wayne would have known what to do with two chains. He wouldn't have. Chains is his own entity, and I don't feel like chains like. The reason he don't work under a nigga like Ludacris, he wouldn't work under a nigga like Wayne. He ain't going to work in a player circle type group. Two Chains is just too big of a personality to be playing off of somebody. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't going to work. And this is him and doing. Wayne. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, on, on a collaborative yeah, album. Yeah, on a collaborative album. Yeah, with a colleague, bro. That's dope because you, you know it, it's, it's only so much that you're giving it. Right. But he still got to do, before he even get to that point, he got to do the I'm different. He got to do the riding around and I'm getting it. He got to do the Keisha's. He got to do the polo boots or low boots on. Yep. He got to do all of that before you even get to the point where, all right, I'm going to do this with Wayne and I ain't going to get overshadowed by what Wayne doing. Because niggas didn't know what to call him at first. Is it Titty Boys? Is it 2 Chains? What is it? Yeah. Once he established himself, it was over. But I just felt like he had to step amongst like get away from himself And it was good That it was ludicrous A trash a trash rapper That's hate You know what I'm saying Like somebody That he could just Dog walk In the booth lyrically Oh my god And it was somebody Like that Necessarily he couldn't Do that to Wayne Because Wayne was busy Being the biggest rapper ever It was somebody Like ludicrous Who was falling off <laughs> Doing movies And stuff like that You know what I'm saying So like it was A good move by him To go to DTP And then just shit All over them And then Shout out to them though You, uh, Young Money ain't the only <laughs> label That changes passed up on man If you take it back To 2012 Kanye put out the tweet If y'all remember music. this He said 2 Chainz is charging 100k a verse now He's good music now, Kanye was on him heavy trying to get him to good music. And he, he kind of co-signed him. He murdered that mercy. He was like Def yeah, Jam tried mercy. to align him for a minute. He he was aligned with him real low-key, but and that's why I give 2 Chainz this, which was smart as hell. He didn't sign with Young Money, but he aligned next to him because he had Wayne on the song. Tough. He didn't sign with Kanye, but he aligned next to him because he, he murdered that, that mercy. mercy. Very smart. So his stock grew. He was in front of way more eyes than he would have been next to Dollar Boy and Play a Circle. No, <laughs> no shots to Dollar and Play a Circle. But let's be honest, that ain't yay. And DTP. And DTP. Shout out to other people on DTP who I can't even think of right now. That's who they are. That was a very smart play by Two Chains. He's, he's a smart businessman. He got the CEO millionaire clothes popping right now. Like he, the, he had he the dab, shit. He had the dab Santa shirts. All of that banging. You got one on right now. It's not even Christmas. It's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I get Two Chains. Shout out to the Cosby sweaters in the building. What else, man? Who else you Facts. got? Facts. Um, man, an interesting one to me to bring my boy back up, and like I say, I always bring him up. In kind of a love-hate relationship because I, I I feel like he need to be doing so much. I ain't going to say so much better, but I, I just want more from him, right? Who then? Crit. Okay. Crit potentially at one point in time could have signed with CTE. What's CTE? Corporate Thugs Entertainment, Jesus Snowman. Yep. How would that have worked, in your opinion, okay. as a hip-hop fan, Crit on CTE? The fact that you had to say what CTE was. And then reference whose label it was lets me know exactly how that would have worked out. It would have worked out the same for Freddie Gibbs when he was on CTE. Because Freddie Gibbs ain't. It would have worked out the same for whoever the hell else was a boo. Who who else was on CTE, dude? Let me tell you why this would have been different. Exactly. Because <laughs> I don't know who Boo is. I have no idea who that is. Boo Rossini. Uh, or some I shit. don't know who that is, dude. Shout I have out no to idea. Them. I don't know Mississippi. Who I don't know who that is, dude. But dog, it 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 no man. It would it wouldn't have worked. Crit is too big of a talent. He's a producer. He's a rapper. Big of a talent. Yeah, Jeezy want, Jeezy doesn't know what to do with his artists. He's proven that time after time, and that's no knock to Jeezy. He's just one of those dudes better suited. 
deluded to make his own shit. He has his own sound down to a science. Fact. You're better off doing that and then jumping in an arena like liquor with the Avion or something other than having a label mm-hmm. and having your own clothes because ASM32 mm-hmm. was trash. No, man. Oh, my God. But First it wouldn't all, have worked out. You done? You, you finished or you done? Crip made the best move for himself. No, he didn't. All right. So this is what would have happened had he signed with CTE. What you just said about Jeezy not being able to develop artists is true. Because you're dealing with bad artists. I've never seen a good artist on CTE. Blood Raw? Who? Exactly. So what I'm saying is this. <laughs> um, Crit is an artist who's able to make his own music. Like you said, he produces. He's good. Crit is a good artist. So he would have been on CTE. He would have been able to compliment Jeezy as far as the yin and the yang. You're talking about the bad. I'm talking about the conscious, the good, the other side of what you're talking about. I feel like they would have played off of each other so well to where it would have elevated both of their games. A song like, would have been great. No, yes. no, 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 no. Not even a song. I'm talking about a, a constantly playing thing as to where you got Jeezy with this dude on his label who you know is representing Completely the other side of necessarily what you're talking about and able to provide a soundtrack for that, though. Like, I'm able to give you the music, the soul samples. We can do the mixtapes because that's what you're good at. That's what I'm good at. We ain't even necessarily got to take this to Def Jam and let them get it out. We just got to put this out there for the streets and let them know how well we work together. I feel like that would have elevated Crit. That would have elevated Jeezy. He would have been able to do his Martin thing. He would have been able to fully capitalize what he was trying to do with this last shit, right? right? And with Crit, he able to capture that audience who never really actually fuck with him. Because niggas know Big Crit, but they don't really like listening to his shit unless he with UGK, unless he right, with right, Bun right. B, unless he with Lido, unless he listening to niggas T. who I. talk about that street shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they think that Crit, the nigga who talking about some shit they don't want to hear, that ain't necessarily true. He just talking about it in a different manner. You hook him up with a nigga like Jeezy, who you said, like, Give him a dope ass hook Or even can give him a dope ass concept for a song G's ain't necessarily gotta write I mean necessarily gotta do nothing on the song But just give him some insight Like this is how a street nigga think about it You give me how you'll come from a conscious nigga And let's put this shit together And make some dope music I feel like they could have did that for a long time And that's exactly what both of those dudes are missing in their careers right now to take them to the next level. Jeezy stuck in this place where he trying to get to that next level. He tried it with the one shit. It didn't work. Crit stuck in this place, but he trying to get to that next level. He did it with the last stuff. He had to leave Def Jam. It ain't worked. Those two niggas could have worked well together. That would have been some dope shit. The, The whole theory behind CTE signing Crit was... He was going to be their Kanye. Exactly. There which go. in theory sounds fucking awesome. It is. A but Southern you need a roster Kanye? to go with that. No, though. no, no, you don't. You need Jeezy and Crit. Nah, I need more than I that. I don't need Boo Rossini. I don't need uh, Blood, Blood Raw. Raw. I don't need, uh, what's the other Damn, nigga name from the boulevard? Uh, what's the nigga name right now that still rap with him? I can hear, I can see his nigga right now. Oh, though. God. The short nigga. What's the short nigga yeah, name? Slick Puller. Slick Puller. I don't need Slick Puller, Blood Raw, Boo Raw Cini. I don't need none of them. He could have did Crit. He could have. He tried to sign Lido back in the day. He could have did that. Yeah. Then that would have been it. Yeah. I'm good. What if, boy? All mm. right. Uh, another one. All right. Snoop Dogg. Now, Snoop, of course, was Death Row at first. Then he went to No Limit. Mm. Um, early 2000s, man, on the PIMP remix with I don't know 50 what they heard about me exactly they, they bonded super close and started talking hey man let's go ahead and link up man let's get the da 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 this was 50 was on fire you hear me 
on fucking fire. G Unit was on fire. Snoop was two seconds away from inking a partnership deal with G Unit. Did he make the right decision by not doing so? Uh, Snoop, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, because Snoop gonna flourish regardless, so that would have been a win for fifty. That would have been click hopping, uh, of course. Like Snoop didn't been you, you didn't been death row, you been no now. limit. Now you G Unit, like now. Snoop, too much. too much of a G for that. I'm glad that didn't happen. Really, I, I, if Fifty was able to pull that off, though. Yeah, that'd have been beast mode. Listen to me, Fifty would have been regarded as a whole other monster because two weeks ago we talked about Fab. Yeah. So you talk about Fab, you talk about Snoop. Yeah. Then you got Game, Mob D. Yeah, you know I mean, like all of these people, fuck. Fifty was able to influence to come over there and say, "Hey, fuck with me, I'm gonna make this shit pop." He would have been regarded as a bigger CEO, a bigger mogul. Agreed. Had he been able to do that. And see, here's the thing, though, and I'm glad Snoop didn't do this because Snoop had just got put up on Game by P. Exactly. If you listen to Snoop talk about Master P in he any interview, business. he's going to tell you P taught, taught me how to business. get money. And I guarantee you signing to a nigga that signed to two other people mm. is not the way to get paper, mm. dude. So Snoop hasn't been associated with nobody since. Like, it's just been him. Snoop, like Snoop, he'll, is Snoop lying? Yeah, I mean, he'll dip Snoop in that with for real. Snoop lying. So uh, I think that was a very smart move. <laughs> yeah, he got a joint venture with Jazzy Faye right now in the label. What? Got going. Yeah, tough. That's Jazzy Faye? Oh, come on, man! You knew that. Fuck out of Off the mogul show, the black dude that was singing I didn't the song. Remember Jazzy, Jazzy Faye? Jazzy Faye was the nigga that made the beat and shit for the song "Black Man in America." Oh, it was a singing dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's they label. Okay, okay. I ain't mad at that. Then. Well, I mean, with that being said, imagine how much input Jazzy Faye had. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Jazzy Faye, though. Shout out Jazzy Faye. Uh, what you got? Last one, man. Yay. Kanye, easy, man. Easy, easy. Before he took off, man, he was in them Capitol buildings, man. Capitol Records playing that Jesus Walks. And they were like, eh, nah, we straight. And they passed up on him. They had a mm. chance to ink the great Jesus. Of course, we all know what happened, man. He ended up uh, <laughs> Rockefeller to my home. Uh, he could have been Capitol Records' his home to Katy Perry, Elton John. Uh, neither of those people rap, but they're fucking mega stars. Katy so, Perry got the most Twitter followers on earth, right? See what I'm saying? So, did he make the right play by going to Def Jam? All right, let me ask you something before I answer this. Okay. If you were A&R and a nigga brought you Jesus Walks, are you signing him? Nope. Okay. I make sure I wasn't crazy. Not to I, say that the song was whack. Not to say it wasn't I ain't banging. fucking with that, though. Yeah, I'm I, not I, fucking I with that at all. Pop. I'm not fucking with that thinking you're going to pop. I'm not fucking with that seeing the future. I'm not yeah, that I'm progressive. Not, that it's just not me. Yeah, I ain't. I, maybe I ain't I'm a that, bad A&R. I ain't that cold. But you bring me Jesus Walks, I'm going to nah. take your CD. Thank you for coming. O2, crunk, and snap. And tell you I give you nah. a call. Nah. But, I mean, I feel like if he had been in the Capitol building, Kanye might have been an even bigger star. Because think of the people that you name. I don't think anybody <laughs> over there got it. But nobody at Def Jam, nobody at Rockefeller got it either. Kanye is just that big of a beast. And you know I'm not the biggest Kanye fan at all. He's just that big of a beast that he was able to... Dame believed in him. No, he didn't. No, Fully Dame ma- did. No, he did not. Dame the one that fucking... He took a chance. I don't, I don't necessarily say he believed in him. Dame, Dame a gambler. Dame the same nigga to tell you don't go to work. But he not gambling on he ain't, nothing. But he, he ain't necessarily believe, but he the same nigga that's going to put his money into something, not necessarily knowing if it's going to work. Pro-Kids, State Property, Benny Siegel, all of that he stuff. He believed in Pro-Kids. I ain't necessarily... Who? <laughs> he believed in Pro-Kids. Look at Pro-Kids. That's what I'm saying. No, he fucking got I don't know if Dame believed in him. Dame took a chance on him. Let's say that. 
right, he rolled the he, dice. He rolled the dice. I ain't. I don't know who necessarily believed in a nigga with fat jaws coming from Chicago with his shit wired up. Like he had dope beats. I know people believed in that. Capital wanted him to sign him for that. Yeah. But I, I just don't necessarily see anybody believing in that. I think it was Kanye, me personally. He powered himself through. Had he been anywhere, I think this dude would have probably pushed himself the way he is right now. Because he got that in him. I the dude agree. a superstar. But I think him with The Rock, that whole story fits. It just sounds way Because we better. love The Rock, though. That's we what I'm saying. that shit. But he part of the reason why. You don't get no blueprint without with him signing to Columbia. Ain't no blueprint. <sighs> Straight I don't up, know that. I don't no, know that. ain't no blueprint. This was 0201. He was in the Capitol Studios. Yeah, well, if it was 02, then it was after the blueprint. That's a good point. Okay, so right, that's maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe so you still get the blueprint. If you still get the blueprint and you go to Columbia as Kanye West, then what you get is probably Jay Electronica for real. Right, like the, the dude who we thought Jay Electronica was when he was going to come out with a CD five, six years ago when everybody thought he was cold and dope and everybody thought all this stuff about him. That's what you get if you get Kanye going to Columbia, someone who's actually doing the music. I don't necessarily think that Rockefeller did as much for Kanye once he did Blueprint. I will give you Blueprint. Once he did that, though, I think, man, that shit was all him, dude. He was the nigga going in there doing 808s and heartbreaks. He was the nigga making Big Brother. He was the one doing the soul sample beats. Dude, regardless of how much you like him or whatever, he a revolutionary, dude. He ain't Walt Disney. He ain't that. But he, he a monster. But to be fair, you can see why he pops off the way he pop off. Though. I can't. I can't do that. No, don't I do ain't that. going that far. No, no. Cause for years. Because that's niggas, crazy to me. No, for years, niggas told him, bro, just stick to just stick. To motherfucking beats, dog, <laughs> and that to and when you standing on the stage and motherfuckers are shaking life underneath you and they can't even see you off that hand, yeah, I can see that. And they're word for word off that hand, yeah. And you told that. people that bro, I can rap too. Like, are you serious? You expect a nigga not to say nothing about this shit? No, not to say I'm Walt Disney. I'm Steve Jobs. I'm God. I'm all of that shit. Because nobody fucking believed in me. I played you this banger, Jesus Walks, told you motherfuckers are going to be singing this shit in the club. You didn't believe me, nigga. And I put it out and it worked, dude. Like, no. There's no way. You can't tell me shit. No one on earth can tell me shit if I'm Kanye West. I mean, it depends on how you handle it, though. No, fuck that, dude. They closed the door in his face. <laughs> no one closed the fucking door in his face. The nigga made the I, blueprint, dude. <laughs> nigga, fuck you. Nigga, we ain't got to like, damn, we ain't got to kiss your ass. Shit, we giving you credit, nigga. God. But I, I mean, I get. I totally get what you're saying, though. Oh, shit. I totally, like, he, he is one of the few people, even on a bigger scale than Jay, because Jay had to do that shit. By himself, like they always tell the story about shopping Rockefeller from right. label to label. He did it on a bigger scale. You know what I'm saying? He did it to Rockefeller. Right. They didn't believe in me, and I did it on big. So I get being the asshole sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily agree with it all the time, but you definitely buy into it more knowing that, hey, man, like I told y'all this, dude. Right. I don't necessarily buy into the fashion stuff and all that stuff that he said about that, but I, I, I get the other stuff, though. I will say that. Before this music break, one more real quick. I'm sliding this one in there. Okay. Pause. Absolutely. Wale almost signing to The Who? Rock. He almost signed to Def Jam, Rock Nation. Instead, he went MMG. <sighs> Good move, bad move. Should he have went with Jay and Good Def move Jam? for Rock Nation for passing on Wale. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we going to do there. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, it's a good move for them, dude. They ain't have to deal with that heart headache. Now it's a good Nick move Ross for Wale to go it. to MMG. That's a very good move for him. Why? For who? That was a good move or? for Wale. Oh, because it's uh, you would have went to Def Jam. You'd have been the three thousand four hundred twenty seventh rapper signed to Def Jam. I mean, but you're still that. No, when you oh, sign to MMG. MMG, it's not just you. You're part of a movement. You're part of a camp. Oh, it's strength God. in numbers. So when people see three, four niggas in all black, MMG jackets, cups, hats, it looks, it, it, it's just a bigger, I, it pushed Wale to the forefront way more than he would have been able to do on his own. That's a fact. It's a little too weird to get that movement on his own. He would have had a nice little niche audience, and then he would have got dropped two years later like Big Crit. Just like when he dropped the attention deficit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Now you, But you're standing next to uh, Ross, who's a, a borderline star in his own right at the time. Rick Ross is a superstar. That's not okay. That's fair. Yeah, he's a superstar. He, you stand next to Ross. He's a star. You standing next to Meek Mill. He's a young up and coming. This is pre Drake Ailes. Was. Exactly. So you look good in a sense of we got a squad. It remind you a G unit. Like picture Lloyd Banks on his own with no other teammates. Dog. It wouldn't have fucking worked. Can't do it. Won't do it. That's what I'm <laughs> So I think Wale made the right move, man, by going with MMG. It's a lot of other people. We can be on this shit all so, night. I mean, you bring up an interesting point to go off topic, though, but Lloyd Banks or Wale, who the big artist? In oh, prime. question. In a prime. It's Wale. Really? Bigger than Lloyd Banks? He got bigger singles. Hmm. He got bigger singles. If Wale had those was... exact same songs when people were actually buying albums, he would have done the same numbers as Lloyd Wale. Banks, I mean, now nah, hold on though. Wale' biggest single was "Bad." That's a fucking huge single. And what else though? What nigga? What is Lloyd Banks' biggest single, dude? Karma. Done it. Fuck out of done it. <laughs> what is the name? I don't even know the name of that. That's song. my point, dude. Stop. <laughs> what is the name of the Stop. song? Now nah, you know that okay, I'm, I mean, no, I'm, wait, wait though. What's the single off Hunger for More though? Hold don't on, act hold like on. the single off Hunger for More wasn't popular. Well, they had the Lotus Flower Bomb too with Miguel. Ooh. I mean, but the, uh, it's cheating and all of that. But, but it's still, they let's still not smashes. act like the single. What was the single off Lotus? Nigga, I, I mean, don't know. Hunger yeah. for More. Who knows? Nobody knows. <laughs> What was Lloyd Banks' single? Nobody turn knows. It, up. it was something like On Fire, Gonna Turn It nigga, Up. That was every like that. single, yeah, nigga. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Get 50 on the hook and the bridge. That's the single. I can't think of the name of that goddamn song. Um, I don't know. Break? I don't know. They might have been the title right there. Nah, Wale bigger than him. Wale oh. was second. He's he second on MMG. That's Lloyd fine. Banks was second on no, G. Lloyd Banks was third. Behind Book? Yes. Wow. Hot at you. <laughs> You don't believe that. <laughs> That's a fact. That's only because we from Tennessee. You don't believe that he was second behind him. Go in the rap chat, everybody listening. Who was a bigger artist in their prime? Lloyd, Lloyd Banks, Banks or Young Buck? Or Wale? I was going well, to uh, do, but no, nah, you can uh, tell me that. Who was the bigger artist? Out of the three. Give me the give me the ranking of the three in G unit. We know Tony Yeo was last. You don't gotta include him. Give us the three. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> it's easily Lloyd Banks, Young Buck, Yeo. Like, first of all, Buck is not first it's in the Fifty Buck. Now no, a fifty is on question. Banks. Yeo. Nah. That's the order. Nah, game, we're not oh. gonna count game. He's only there for one album. Nah, the game was bigger than Banks, second, bro. <laughs> game bigger than Banks? Game default what? five times platinum, bro. Banks was the best rap in the group. I don't mean shit. It did then. 
Nigga, 50 wasn't the best rapper. He was number one. What is your point? That's because he walked around with his shirt off. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that after I get in this gym. Then you're going to be the worst rapper in <laughs> this group. <laughs> Moving on. Man, let's get to this song break, man. E-40 is back with a new one. He continue, He got a winning streak going on right now. Real low key. I put niggas on Fonzarelli back on Charlie Hustle. I just want to say that right now. He had been rapping way before then, though. You know, I'm really just saying, saying that in, in where we were from, I, I bought that Charlie Hustle. Actually, I was in a major way. See? Well, he's back. He's got two new albums around the corner. <laughs> That's a fact. Check out the new single, man. It's called Petty featuring Kamai. Most of these bitches is petty. Most of these bitches is petty. Frivolous. I'm having my squirrel in my fatty. Privileges. Only smoke gas, not no Reggie. Power. Broccoli, organic veggies. Sour. Sending the hell not to heaven. Go through the Teflon at 57. Somebody call the Amulams and the Reverend. Come Teach on. a fuck nigga a valuable Come lesson. On. Scorpio, that's my astrology. 40. My rover, an autobiography. Story. Oyster perpetual prezi. The S's all up in my bezzy. Puck rock bitch. Go dig it hoe. All up in the function with your best friend clothes. Always start something, you a messy asshole, little groupy ass bitch on stage at the show. As far as these niggas, they petty too. Irrelevant. They hate on real niggas like me and you. Relevant. They jealous, conniving, and sneaky. Shiesty. Don't wanna be, then wanna be me. Icy. They see me on TV all over the net. They heart full of envy, but hurt and upset. Their pockets is pennies, my pockets are check. You say you my enemy, I'm on your neck. Uh, most of these bitches is petty. <laughs> 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 most of these. Too though, uh, that's gal from uh, why you always hating the YG. That's all. Mm. She got some new shit out, right? Yeah, she got a new single out with YG, so she doing her thing on top of being uh, on this. What's her name? Kamaya. Kamaya. Yeah, shout out to her. Um, this is called Petty E Forty new album. He got a new double disc. Actually, no, you know he don't do double disc. No, he no, no, we ain't yeah. doing that for it. Nah, nah. He drops two that. CDs. Yeah, exactly. We get, <laughs> we get two budgets, baby. Yeah, the two D-boy big dog budgets. <laughs> Let me tell you why he do that. We get two big dog budgets yep. for two CDs. Yep. We use one budget for both CDs, and we pocket the other uh, budget. Tough. Let's go. And then you, and you got them and count the zeros, and then when you go. sell about 12000 that's, that's all they need. That's why we 47 still rapping, man. He ain't gonna drop no mixtape. He's gonna drop an album. Nah, barcode. If, if he can do that many songs, and like he said, I can do two for one, I drop one, put the other in my pocket. <laughs> 
Like Jesus said, man, it ain't about it ain't about that, man. It's all about the whip game, man. I think it come out next. I want to say November, man. I ain't no date on it. I'm not sure, but this this is easily his. Tw- he he's at twenty plus. Yeah, gotta man. be easy. Twenty seven. 26 and 27, mm. I think. Look at the D-Boy Diary, man. Y'all be on the lookout for that E-40. Yep. Right. Hoodie season around the corner, man. Perfect weather for that. Absolutely, man. Look, quote of the week. Mm. We taking this from an interview. Yo, boy, Beanie Siegel. This is the this might be the last time I mention this nigga name all year. I'm going to be honest. That's not true. I'm a little Beanie Siegel'd out right this now. This is season. I'm telling you. This The reason he did. We're going to get into it. Go ahead. For sure. He was on the Breakfast Club, man, to speak about his tax interview. And just to kind of clarify some things, Charlamagne had kind of went in on him on the brilliant idiots a little bit, if that's what you want to call it. So Benny Siegel came to, air quote, confront him on the show. <laughs> and uh, we're not going to play a specific clip. If you haven't heard it by now, I'm not really sure what you're doing in these streets. Maybe you're like me and you made it 10 minutes in and cut it off. Uh, you juicing it though You putting the sauce on uh, nah, Saying that he came over To confront him That's not what it was about Air quotes over you, That's how they made it That's how they build okay, it Okay so like That's what they did They fucked that up This is whack Yeah like to me WWE I mean In my opinion It wasn't more It wasn't as much Benny Siegel as it was Them trying to create content Out of some shit That was dead already the shit he went and did on Tax Tone Podcast, what he talked about as far as Meek Mill, that's not mainstream stuff because nah, what he was saying on there, like you're not able to elaborate the same way on a morning interview on people drive to work. Right. So if people don't listen to podcasts, then that's their fault. I think it was Benny Siegel and Breakfast Club fault for trying to milk this out and say, hey, well, let's take this same conversation and put it on Breakfast Club. It's not going to work. Yep. And it come off like you said, it's stage, corny, WWE-like. Forced. Forced yes, of course. I, I agree with that. But what I will say is this. I do think both of those guys went up there and they did their jobs. Charlemagne, who people are saying, oh, well, he was scared of this and that. No, he wouldn't. He was <laughs> sizing up the whole time. I actually feel like Charlemagne wished <laughs> that Benny Siegel would have tried him because it's one nigga that he could have got off on. Yep. Once, like Charlemagne in tip top shape, he in the prime of his career, making the most money he ever made. Like he won't Benny Siegel to try him right now, right now. Like he would, he love it. Like so, he could whoop him through the floor up there. <laughs> it's in his contract. He done stated before that he can't initiate any violence, anything like that, or he'll lose his job. But he can defend himself. So I feel like he was agitating Benny Siegel just enough to where if he felt like that he wanted to jump wrong, the Charlemagne would defend himself. Now, Benny Siegel went up and he did his job too, I believe, in disagreeance with what a lot of other people say. I think that Benny Siegel went up and he trying to promote himself, dude. He trying to hop back in this game as a 42-year-old rapper. Right. He feeling like, hey, if this is what people got to do, I'm looking at Meek in the fake game beef shit, and this is what's getting him publicity. If I got to go up here and shuck it out with Charlemagne and got to act like I'm mad at him to push my single, if I got to diss Meek to get food on my table and to do all of this, because clearly from the tax interview, he was trying to get them 15000 real hard to get Meek up in New Jersey so like he need this he need this look in this dough and I ain't ain't necessarily mad at him I ain't gonna lie I'm not mad at him dude because everybody else doing it game can't go up and do it at 38 39 years old and me be like okay it's cool because he's still making good music no I can't give him a pass if I can't give 
Benny Siegel a pass who's a legend, and I don't even look at game in the same light. Listen, man, Benny Siegel went up there, didn't answer shit because Charlemagne's not qualified, apparently. <laughs> so this is my thing, this, and this is a real question. Mm-hmm. I get it that there's some street elements to it that a lot of people don't know. Only a few are privy to that information. Mm-hmm. I get that. My point is, if you're going to go on the radio show and for every answer say you're not qualified, that's some street shit I can't talk about, that's... Is it not now mainstream shit that now that you don't spoke on it in a interview? <laughs> if it was just street shit, why is it not kept in the street? That's a real question. I mean, you, you have a wonderful point. And, and, and what I think the answer to that is, is it was a botched effort in them trying to relay street shit in a mainstream setting. It, it wasn't going to work. And they should have thought about that before Benny Seeger tried it up there and was doing his self-promotion stuff because nah, that's all it was, though. Charlemagne can't ask him stuff in which he don't feel comfortable asking, even about the real L.A. stuff. I know who run L.A. for real. Like, what he's saying do not not make sense, if that make any sense at all. Like, when he say... You asking me about some shit to go on in Philly and the interpolitics of the street. That's accurate, dude. Like, if we got a nigga on here who's from Nashville and we know what's going on, right. but the outside world may not, and he say, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that, or we can't really talk about that on here, that's necessarily saying the same thing as we ain't qualified or you not qualified to talk about it. So you can go up there and do that. It just never shouldn't have happened there on the Breakfast Club because too many people are looking. But th- like Benny Siegel can't go up there and say, well, that's Philly shit and I don't want to talk about it because we going to handle it in Philly. No, like you just said, you brought it to the interview. So now you got to talk about it and you look lame and Charlemagne look lame for asking it. But th- th- That's my point. The only reason he's on Breakfast Club in the first place mm-hmm. is because he went on Tax Stone and talked about the Facts. shit. That's the only reason you're on Breakfast Club. Is this the chess moves that he was talking about? Is this what this is? He's definitely not the chess move that he's talking about. Because the- these, aren't, these aren't good chess moves. The overwhelming majority of checkers. the popular vote right now, people watching this, is that Beanie Siegel came out looking whack in this and this is the uh, from what i'm seeing on social media from what people are hitting me up in the group chats from what i'm seeing on facebook all of that the it's overwhelmingly bro what is beans doing like he like charlemagne said the same shit that he said on brilliant he said the same thing on the show in his face dude like you may not agree with how charlemagne do his shit or what he talk about or his views or any of that but you can't say that he didn't say the shit in his face though. he did and, and and i respect him for that and also, now, but you're right though. He's also poking though. Exactly. He poking. He he was definitely poking the bell, and I feel like he did it because it was beans. He's a radio guy, right? If that was Gucci man, and and Gucci man say, hey, I don't want to talk about Jeezy. He ain't gonna continue to ask him about Jeezy. He ain't gonna continue to say, well, what happened here? And Gucci ain't gonna have to continue to tell him that he not qualified to ask certain questions. He gonna get his drift the first time around, or he he gonna feel his drift the second time <laughs> around. He wasn't worried about feeling Benny Siegel drift. So, I, and like I say, Charlemagne just doing his job. I don't want to see two black men up there fighting either. Like I don't necessarily want to see that. Yeah, I'm too like, old for that. I'm yeah, they too old. Both 42, 36, Them niggas yeah, is too, old. Too old. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't no need that them niggas need to get to fighting in the radio station. I feel like they can have a good productive conversation. I definitely feel like that can happen. But also too, I feel like the Benny Seagull getting the short end of the stick here. People are like, oh, what is Beans on and this and that? Let's not mistake who Benny Seagull is. 
He admitted in a tax stone video. We've seen it before. We've heard it. This dude does this. He did it to Jay-Z. He did it to Dame Dash. Right. So we can't expect him to get up here just because he was dropping jewels in a tax tone interview to be this holier than thou hip hop image where we expecting him to drop jewels every time he speak. That's not him. Yeah. He gonna shit on himself before sooner or later, and it didn't take two weeks this time. He did it with Jay. He did it with Dame, like I said before. So, like, he do this. He got a pattern of this. And he can drop as many jewels as he want. He can be the OG that he want to be. be as fake and as me can want. be as fake as he need to be as far as the narrative of this story. But at the end of the day, Benny Siegel playing into what he is. We've seen this before. You've done this before. Like, we all seen this before. And, like, it ain't showing no different for his character. Like, he might have a point with Meek. He might be right. But we can't overlook that. And Charlemagne pointing out the fact that we can't overlook it because you didn't did this before. I can't, I can't stress the fact enough that nobody's going in that radio station and fighting. No, listen, no, no. And people, people keep saying that they're like, oh, he was fake for this. Like, I don't, I don't want to make it very clear that I don't think anybody was being fake. I think that, oh, that it was, was it was it was no timeout. Wait, no. I mean in the sense of I really want to harm you. Oh, okay, you okay. know what I'm no, saying? No, like no. that's like me and you joke. Like you yeah, no. joke about Nelly on here, right? But if we had the opportunity to, to have a uh, sit down with Nelly, you like you ain't trying to fight Nelly. That's Just stupid. like I ain't trying to fight Love Tiger. Exactly. Yeah. I don't necessarily. I don't know. He had the hot ass vest on. It was hot outside, man. He got to get a fade for nah, nah. But like seriously, like if Tiger was sitting down and talking with us, I ain't necessarily. I have no beef with him. So it's just like you doing your job. So I don't understand when people are like one of them was being fake and they expected what did, what they uh, expect him to do. Picture, like and the niggas told me like he called Charlemagne out his name. So Charlemagne supposed to get up and walk out. He put his finger in Charlemagne's face. I get that. I understand that. That's not how you conduct a conversation as a man. You're absolutely right. But at the same time, what do you expect out of Benny Siegel? Charlemagne, the bigger man in that situation, where well, he handling his business, he doing his job. If I'm in a position that I've never been in before, I work for Clear Channel, I'm on MTV, I just Six did figures. Dr. Oz, I'm making a million dollars a year, I'm worth over five million dollars. Who gives a fuck if Benny Siegel come up there and put his finger in my face, dog? I'm not jeopardizing everything I got going on to fight this nigga because he put his finger in my face I got a job A career Imagine your, Imagine your Closest homeboy Calling you right now And saying Man guess what Happened today Man I done got the fighting It worked You look at it the work. You look at the phone At work Nah bro You look at the phone Like nigga what What are you talking What <laughs> That ain't That's not even a conversation It only makes sense Nigga I got the fighting At work and got fired <laughs> It could be like man I got the fighting at work Bro you look at your phone Like nigga Quit playing dude I'll call you back Yeah I Don't even call me no more Cause this stage what, are we, what, what, what you doing though Nah that's I like, But I get it though But this, this is my only problem man And I know we running long But just hang with us Yeah we It's good content Fuck this it. week though Right If you look at The initial promo video now, let me take it back. I saw the promo photo first. <laughs> and the promo photo had Beans with his arm around, had him like in a little chokehold, and it had Envy standing right there with the Jordan shrug. So I'm like, oh, okay, so they're being silly. Like, yeah. that's what came out first. Then, nigga, I click, I go on Twitter, and people are like, oh, man, he going in on Beans. I'm like, huh? Right. I'm like, I thought this was, okay. So then I click the interview, and the very first line in the interview, Charlamagne gets straight to it. So you had a problem that was with clear. what I oh, said. Yeah. That, was Bruh, that was fucking love and hip-hop script 
nigga, it might have as well been a cue card back there. Yeah. I said, I can't listen to this. Yeah. And, and that, then at the end, when he went off, when Beanie Siegel quote unquote went off on him, and then the, they fucking said cut and DJ Envy close the interview if you watched it on tv these niggas got up and dapped each other as soon as like what bro that shit that was, i ain't gonna lie i'm hot at both of them it i'm was, hot at all parties involved it was whack they tried to make it seem like a nigga was really hot at him he tried to get another bird man moment and remember Charlemagne also said when they hit certain numbers on them views they get bonuses he mentioned that on an on an episode i think he mentioned yeah. that on vlad so like, stop, bro. Like it was too manufactured. It wasn't authentic. Beans played himself. Charlemagne played himself. I'm not fucking with neither one of them right now. I'm hot at both of them for that interview. I ain't gonna necessarily blame both of them, though they could have not participated. And I, I like, I, I blame their bosses. Like Breakfast Club, Beans not gonna turn down the opportunity to come up there and they say, hey, you know what? This is the most pub that you're gonna get. You're but looking at a million like that, views. Dude. You're right. Don't play it like that. Like you mad? But at the same time. Everybody know what makes it work, and I'm not necessarily saying that it's right. I'm not necessarily saying that Charlemagne gets an excuse or beans, but I blame the Breakfast Club because, like you said, the baby situation, I feel like, is what created this. The Fredro Star thing exactly. is what started it. Like, the whole Fredro Star, then it went to baby. So, people are like, the whole bullshit, what is it, the pissed off meter yeah. that they have right Come there? On, like. Man. Like you said, all of that's bullshit, and I feel like had they not done any of that, they could have even faked it out with the pictures because it would have let me know that them men sit there, they had a conversation, and they were able to disagree yet still able to have, be cool afterwards. Right. I need to see that right now today in today's climate. You need to see men being able to have a conversation, not necessarily agree with each other, but still be able to dap it up or whatever when they get right. up and walk off. But like you said, it it. I don't need it painted in a fake picture. That's I right. don't need the WWE headlock shit. I don't need you nah. beating on tables when you up there. I don't need you telling niggas that they not qualified for street shit. When Charlemagne has said clearly plenty of times that I'm street, from the streets, that I done did this and right. I done did that. Now, he may not be the gangster that Benny Siegel claim he is to be, but we all understand what's going on, dog. It don't take a fucking rocket scientist to know what's going on in the streets of Philly. I promise it don't, dog. Right. Like, it ain't no different from any other streets. Like, the hoods is the same. Pac said that. So I definitely agree with what you said We don't need the shenanigans But I do think that the point There should have been proven more Like dog you can say what you gotta say About me you can disagree with me And we can sit down and we can have A conversation and we can Agree to disagree and it ain't gotta Come to blows ain't nobody gotta get Shot ain't nothing gotta happen to that Nature and it can still be good content And I think Breakfast Club Dropped the ball at that they tried To make it as oh it's this beef Oh he's mad oh beat the table Oh cut let's do this again that's what it seemed Like they were yep. doing oh stop the camera Be a little bit more mad right yep. here As opposed to let's focus on the conversation And what's going on Charlemagne why you Feel like that Benny Siegel what's your Reaction and let's have a conversation about it. Let's end it Like you do the same Dap shit Do the same picture shit But don't make it Like you said So scripted I agree in that sense of it. I, I said this on the Rap chat and Facebook Man Beanie Siegel did One interview too many My nigga That's a fact One interview too, He should have just Dropped the mic off At the, that damn Tax interview Cause that was One that thousand been that been percent one and Authentic done. Yeah that would've Been one and done And, and, and another thing too To that's a format podcast or the format where you can do stuff like that for sure you can't go to breakfast club with this interview Nah, it's, it, it makes no it doesn't sense work. it makes no sense because yeah. people want to know about game and meek they don't even know what benny siegel got to do with this or where he been what you doing like why are you in the studio like what <laughs> it, it makes it, no sense it, it don't it don't it don't make sense 
Let us know what y'all think, man. Again, Anchor, search on Deck TV Podcast, man, yep. on Anchor. Uh, follow chat. the IG page at On Day TV Podcast. Comment under the promo. Let us know what y'all think, man. Who played themselves? If anybody, Beanie Siegel, Charlamagne, Envy, fuck it, Yee, even though she wasn't there, who yeah. played themselves? Uh, Are you one now? I know, she I know she ain't saying that. Uh, respond to the Twitter page as well at On Deck TV Podcast, at Spike Lou, at Animal Brown on Twitter. Also, go to the rap chat on Facebook, man. Let us know what you're thinking and now your thoughts and of hip hop throughout the week. We'd rather you post something about conversation as opposed to your music just throwing that out there Most won't get a lot of comments on your music there um that's a fact um speaking of music new music out man uh Wiz Khalifa man Taylor Gang mm-hmm. Taylor Gang or Die Volume 1 he fresh off a new deal man with Atlantic nobody so. checking for that except for Amber Rose uh, shit Atlantic is they just threw him a bag why for what? Taylor Gang how who's in Taylor Gang uh Wiz Khalifa okay his son uh, <laughs> his son shakes it. His Chevy son do Woods, beats and everything. Burner. His son's still the most second popular dude in, in uh, Taylor game. And Amber yeah. Rose is third. Nah, man. I mean, Ty Dollar Sign and Juicy J. Ty Dollar Sign is on. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's impossible. Yeah, you knew that. I hope. Ty Dollar Sign signed to yes. Wiz Khalifa. I did not know that. Yeah, most do. Oh man. Top so, dollar sign losing. Be on the lookout. That's out now, man. Mixtape Taylor Gang or Die Volume One. Uh, what else? Yellow Wolf got a new EP. Shout out Yellow Wolf, man. His Antioch's called Hotel. Own. <laughs> That's your boy too. And then also this weekend, Saturday, man, Surviving Compton, the Michelle A story. It's coming on TV. DVR is set. Hope y'all got something else to do. That shit is going to be funny as fuck. No, no, it's not. No, it is. It's not. It's gonna be pretty it's funny. Not. Did you see the Save by the Bell Lifetime movie? She was fucking hilarious, dude. No, I did not. I don't watch Lifetime, dude. <laughs> I didn't even know they had Lifetime Save by the Bell movie. That shit was funny as fuck. That's <laughs> impossible. Screech was shaking. <laughs> That's how he turned out to be a porn star, right? So, Young Screech. Uh, what you got on deck for the weekend? Nigga, you know. <laughs> South Beach, here we come. Revolt 2016 on Deck TV edition. Absolutely, man. Let's we will be it. in Miami all weekend. I need that beach in my life. I need that sun all in my life. Day. I need a holiday puff. I need a holiday revolt. All day. Nigga, we, got, to, we got some negotiating to do. You got to come back with that bag this year. I do not want to come back with that Zika, though. That's what that, I don't oh, want to come back with. Coming back with that bag, not that Zika. <laughs> that's the motto for this. That's the man, slogan for this year. That bag, not that Zika. <laughs> What you looking for, that bag, oh, not that secret. As always, man, we appreciate y'all listening and support the real. We see those reviews. Good looking. Thank if you. you haven't done it on iTunes, please review, subscribe, yep. rate, like, all that shit. All that. Five stars, man. 27 for 27. Let's do it. All of them. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.